message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Before you take your seat, say to yourself, I will prosper. You have just said it with your mouth. Say it for you to hear. <laughs> Say it to your inside. What will happen to you? What will happen to you? May that be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. I bring you that message I have titled, I Will Prosper. <laughs> Amen. I am confident of that statement. And I'm sure that God means it for you to prosper. Because he has given us provisions here which only if we will hear, obey, he will cause his word to come to pass in our lives. I will prosper. I cannot see myself not among the prosperous on this earth. And when I talk about prosperity, I'm talking about having all your needs met at the appropriate time. I'm not talking about you having a bank overdraft of five million in your account and so you are prosper because you have five million. No, no, no. I'm talking about you having every need met at the time the need needs to be met. Praise the Lord. That is the true meaning of prosperity. Don't limit prosperity to having money in your pocket. No. Having money in your pocket, having money that is yours in your pocket is good. If you steal money and it's in your pocket, you are not prosperous. But the Lord will cause every need of yours to be met at the appropriate time. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In 3 John, it's only one chapter, 3 John, chapter 1, verse 2. He says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper. I pray that you may prosper in all things. Hallelujah. I pray that you may prosper in all things. May that be your portion. That you prosper in all things. If you have children, you will see your children grow and develop in a way that will bring peace to you. If you have a business running, you will see the business move from one stage up to the other in a way that will not put stress on you. 
if you have a family, you would want to close from work and go back home. There are so many people that have families, and when they close, they don't want to go back home. They don't. But may the Lord God Almighty cause you to prosper. <laughs> Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So prosperity is the heritage of the believer. If you are a child of God, one of the things that come along with the blessings of being a believer is to prosper. And when we talk about prosperity, we are talking about prospering in all things. Say, I will prosper in all things. So people hear the word of the Lord because the journey to your prosperity begins from now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The second thing I want you to know is that God takes pleasure in your prosperity. Hallelujah. It doesn't offend God if you are prosperous. It is not ungodly if you are prosperous. It is not ungodly. So aspire to prosper in all things and you will be fulfilling the will of God in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Psalm 35 and verse 27, Psalm 35, verse 27, the scripture says, let them shout for joy and be glad. Now, who are the people to shout for joy? To shout for joy means to be joyful, to be happy, to be excited, to be, to be happy. <laughs> Amen. Let them shout for joy and let them be glad. Those who favor my righteous cause, the believer. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant, in the prosperity of the believer. Let the Lord be magnified. So when you prosper, God is magnified. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please understand that. When you prosper and you are sitting well and you are conducting yourself in affluence and you are helping the helpless and you are attending to the ones that need to be attended to, you magnify the Lord your God. Let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of the believer. Praise God. So apart from the fact that prosperity is the heritage, it is your right. You must get it. Nobody must take it away from you. Nobody. Don't live your Christian life on this earth and die poor. Say it will never happen. 
Number three, how do I access the prosperity of God? How? How this God, this prosperity that is my heritage, this prosperity that magnifies God, how do I access it? Now let me tell you, in Psalm 119 and verse 130, Psalm 119 verse 130, he says, the entrance of your words gives light. So light into the prosperity program of God is coming from his word. Praise God. Please permit me to make this statement. I don't have the slightest intention of belittling that powerful force of prayer. But the entrance of his word is what releases light into how you can access the prosperity of God. So pray as much as you want to pray. In fact, the Apostle Paul has even prayed for you. I pray that you will prosper and be in health. So your responsibility now is for you to know what the word says so that you can have access to the prosperity program of God. It is my prayer that every single one of you hearing my voice this word will dawn into your spirit and the Lord will cause it to bring the fruit of prosperity in your life. You will not lack. Did you hear what I said? What did I say? What did I say? Yes, you will not lack in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I told you the journey to your prosperity in all things begins from today. Now, this is the attitude. I want to talk briefly about your attitude. Get the attitude right and you will hit the altitude in prosperity. Now, Mark chapter 4, the first two verses. Mark chapter 4. Get your attitude right. Mark chapter 4, verse 1. And again, again there means he has done it before. Is that not so? Whatever we are going to talk about, he has done it before. And now he is going to do it again. It is not a one-off thing. It is something that he does over and over and over again. All right. So what is it that he has been doing? And again, he began to do what? He began to do what? He began to do what? 
he began to teach, which means he had been teaching and had been teaching. And today he comes around and he is again going to teach. I wish it was, and again, he began to pray by the sea because Ghanaian believers believe in prayer more than in listening to teaching. But Mark chapter 4 says, again, he began to teach. Now, if he began to teach, the supposition is that you are what? A student. The supposition is that you are a student, a listener, one who wants to gain understanding, one who wants to have insight, one who does not know it as he ought to know, and so wants to have more knowledge. That is why he kept teaching. He kept teaching because the people listening to him had not understood as they ought to. And so he again began to teach. All right? So you, if you must prosper and not lack, you must have that attitude you must have that learning spirit. You must position yourself to hear some more, to gain understanding, to practice what you hear, and then you will become. Please, don't tell me I know it. If you know it, get up and go. Because Jesus Christ is going to teach and he can't teach those who already know. All right? So I'm going to talk about prosperity. <laughs> Amen. People have that attitude. Oh, <laughs> he's coming to talk about prosperity. Are you rich? I'm going to talk about prosperity. Because it is the believer's heritage. Hallelujah. It is one of the things that must be identifiable with you. People must come to you and feel comfortable knowing that I have gone to a place where, where I can have it. Amen. Praise God. They must be able to come to your house and you offer them food and they eat. And when they are going, they ask, who need uh, take away pack? <laughs> eh? If you put all of this food for me, Okay, I've stored some in my tummy. Now give me, take away pack. Let me carry the rest. Amen. May the Lord make you have testimonies like that. May the Lord make you have testimonies like that. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And again, he began to teach. If he began to teach, it is presumed that you don't understand it yet. And so we have to go over it again. All right. Again, he began to teach by the sea, and a great multitude was gathered to him, 
so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea, and the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. Verse 2. Then he did what? Then he taught them. He didn't pray for them. Then he taught them many things. Then he taught them. All right? So, teaching is as important. Then he taught them many things by parables and said to them in his teaching. All right? So, now he is going to unfold unto them what it takes to access the prosperity of God. Now, let me tell you straight away that prosperity principles from scriptures originate from God. The prosperity we are talking about is the blessing of the Lord upon your life. The blessing of the Lord. And the Bible says the blessing of the Lord. It what? Makes. It makes. It makes and adds no sorrows. Okay? So that is the state I wish for you. And you must get there. I said you must get there. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. So I release the spirit behind the blessing of God into your life. That as you are taught the principles today, they will enter into you and you will produce 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold by them in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be counted amongst those that are suffering. You will never be counted amongst those who lack in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Now let's start. Number one, the source of this blessing that makes rich. The source. Where does it come from? Deuteronomy chapter 28, we will look at the two verses. The first two verses. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1, what does it say? Now it shall come to pass. That means if you adhere to all the things I'm going to tell you, surely the result will appear. Surely what God is saying will come to pass. Hallelujah. So God is giving a stamp, a guarantee stamp, a warranty that anyone who commits himself to this this will surely come to pass in his life. All right. Now, it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. He's telling you what you must do. Don't forget he is teaching. All right. He is teaching. So you as a student, you are receiving instruction. Praise the Lord. So please take note of the attitude, the state in which you should be 
He says, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully, to observe means follow step by step in doing it. Observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today. What will happen? What will come to pass? The Lord your God will do what? The Lord your God will do what? Above who? The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. <laughs> Drink it in. You are in a classroom. You are being taught. So you see, God sets the goal. This is where we are driving at. This is our final destination. And what is the final destination? That you be set high above all nations of the earth. Say it is possible. And Jesus is going to teach you. But he has given you two conditions. Number one, obey everything he tells you. Number two, carefully observe. I don't even know the difference between obey and carefully observe. They are the same thing. I think it's double emphasis. All right? Obey everything he tells you, carefully observing what he has said. And if only you can do that, he will set you above all. If you don't catch the goal, you might not be motivated to do it. So straight away he comes and he says, ladies and gentlemen, the object of our class today is to make God put you high above all the nations of the earth. That is the reason why we have registered in this course. The purpose of the teaching is to take you from wherever you are and cause you to be high above all. High above all. So that is where God is aiming at. And that is what you must also understand. That if I obey and carefully observe, then it will come to pass that I will be placed high above all. Settle that. Otherwise, the class won't be interesting for you. Otherwise, you'll be chewing gum. Otherwise, you will be texting, texting WhatsApp whilst the class is going on. Catch the vision right. Know what God intends to impart into you. Be ready to open yourself to receive. 
He said, obey and carefully observe everything that he tells you. If only you will do that, then God himself will place you above. In fact, not just above, but high above. May that be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Not only will God place you above, but he says all the blessings. And all these blessings shall come upon you. You won't chase them. <laughs> you won't chase the blessings. But all these blessings will come upon you. And do what? And do what? You won't go after the blessings. The blessings will come upon you and they will overrun you. To the point that whichever way you turn, you will be filled with blessings. How many of you desire that kind of position in this life? Get the point. Except if you don't believe what God says, then you can remain as you are. Don't ever, ever think of saying that I am not one of them. Who, who is if you are not? And all these blessings shall come upon you, overtake you, because, you see, he's going back again, because you obey, you obey, you obey, you <laughs> What is God expecting you to do? That you obey and carefully observe everything he tells you. Very simple. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Ajuman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.